Opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Look, Sykes, it's grown and suck, and purchase for its now scoop. Where's this boy now? <laughs> What do you do when you get two guys no longer trapped on the either side of a piece of glass because they were moved it because COVID doesn't exist anymore? It's Cronin the Zuck here in Pittsfield, ladies and gentlemen. 413-445-5943. We got a lot of sports to talk about today. We got a lot of everything to talk about today. I wish I had as much money as all these Major League Baseball owners, but let's go. We got some hot still. We got some NFL, NBA, NHL. Let's go sports talk now. Here we go. A hot stove party. Steve Cohen spends like crazy. He is really wild. I thought you were going to say he's really lazy. <laughs> I had to stop myself on that rhyme. Han Bloom should show up to the party. Where's Xander Bogos going? It'll be cold for Matt Patricia at the end of the year. He'll be living in any glue. I'm Bill Belichick. Let's party. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to another edition of Cronin and the Zuck here on 89.7 WTBR-FM Sports Talk. 413-445-5943. Robbie, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. My hockey team finally won last night. Hallelujah. I'm all right. How's it going, brother? It's going great, man. That's good. Other than the uh, lack of interest of anything going on in the winter meetings with the Red Sox so far. Yeah, what's going on with Xander Bogars? I heard he's like, he wants to leave and he doesn't want to leave. They're trying to negotiate with him. And obviously there's the judge thing out there and the crazy signing by the Mets and and of course, we you know we said we knew where Trey Turner was going. We knew where he was going. I told you he's going to go play with his buddy in Philly, and there he is, eleven years. It's like we're going to sign him until he's forty-one. I mean, what the stupid contracts really are? They I really are I stupid. Saw, I, I, I saw eleven this, years. I, I saw this hysterical video on YouTube this morning. It showed like a like an eighty-year-old lady in stilts. Yeah, uh, and uh, she was standing up to bat at the plate and hit like a ball, like a ground ball, like went like five feet. And she's, like, running down first base. It took her, like, 30 seconds to get from, like, home plate to the pitcher's mound going down the first baseline. And the <laughs> caption said, Trey Turner in nine years hitting a ground ball through the middle. <laughs> you know, I mean, 11 years that's for just, a 30-year-old shortstop. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's 30, right? He's almost 30, yeah. Yeah, that's an, that's an insane I contract. I love him as a player, but why would you... The Phillies, I mean, okay, they got to the World Series, but are they as good as the Dodgers? I don't think so. But that's Dombrowski. Yeah, I mean, he he historically spent. Look what he gave David Price when he was with Red Sox, two hundred seventeen million. Well, it's the organization too. I mean, it's the ownership spending the money too as well. It's, it's I mean. a it's a great signing in the now. I mean, because the Phillies lineup is absolutely stacked. They are, but I mean, that's a lot of money, and that just 
That just jacks up the prices for. I mean, Bogarts is now guaranteed to get over two hundred. Oh, it's just, it's, the salary is ridiculous, especially. I mean, the Mets, the Mets are ridiculous, and and Degrom. You know, I'm glad they didn't resign Degrom. Like I was listening to Lacan last night. He says he didn't want a beer over and over. He didn't want a beer. So next time I call Tommy, I'm like, you didn't want a beer. <laughs> well, I will. Def- and he didn't want to Degrom. And Texas goes out and signs Degrom a five year deal. A guy can't stay healthy. So I will defend the Mets on the Verlander signing just because I think it's in the short term. It's a of course, better deal. Of course five it is. years for Degrom. Two years for Verlander, I mean. So, but but now you're paying Max Scherzer forty three million, and Justin Verlander forty three million, and Bobby Bonilla one million. By the way, so it's eighty seven million dollars, <laughs> which is higher than half the payrolls in baseball for two pitchers. How'd you like to be Bobby? You get out of baseball for twenty years, you're still getting paid by the the organization that let you go. There we, you go. We say it every year. Happy Bobby Bonilla hey, Day. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Four one three four four five five nine four three. Right here Tuesday and. Uh, Right here at Berkshire Sports Now. I, you know, the thing that kills me is that it's such an irresponsibility, though, on the part of ownership in baseball, signing these guys that are 40, 41 years old to these, to these contracts. I mean, it's amazing to me how, the, you know, they bitch and complain about these salaries. And, you know, here comes the uh, situation every five years with the, you know, you know collective bargaining agreement again. And it's going to be the same thing again with the next five years. And the salaries just keep going up. And up and up, and the prices of tickets keep going up and up, and it's just crazy. And it's like you can't even afford to go to a ball game if you're an average guy, you know, you know, making fifty grand a year. Forget going to a ball game with your family sometimes. You know, it's just it's nuts. It really is nuts. You know, I saw the other day that the Orioles signed Kyle Gibson to a one-year deal, right? And Kyle Gibson, he, the owner of a five-oh-five ERA last year, a career four. High four ERA well, guy. That's what the Orioles signed. He, 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 they gave him $10 million. So basically what they're saying now in baseball is you can go out and suck. Right. And, make, and, and become a multimillionaire. Well, look at, look at uh, when they signed, when the Red Sox signed, what's his name last year? Waka, waka, waka. Well, seven million the, bucks. And, but he, he pitched but well. he actually had a great year, but yeah. he was coming off an ERA over five. Right. And uh, by the way, Kershaw, one-year deal for $20 million back with the Dodgers. I, I You know, legacy-wise, I think yeah, it's worth it. Of course. And, and when he's healthy, back. he's one of the best on the planet. Yeah, and, and you know what? I, I'm really surprised that Verlander didn't go back and play with Houston. Why would you leave? You just won a World Series. You I think, what, is Kate up to have a couple of modeling jobs up in New York? I mean, I just don't get it. It's like, you just won a World Series with this team. And all of a sudden, with the Mets, it's like, and I'm I'm happy because he's not he's not he doesn't have to bother me now. He's in the National League, so the only time I get to see him is at the World Series, unless we have an interleague game against Houston. But other than that, he doesn't have to beat us this year. When I, as a Yankee fan, Verlander, the career uh, ERA over six in the World Series with one win. By right, the way, there you go. Yeah. And, and by the way, the, I've heard like these rumors about you know, Reynolds coming from Pittsburgh to the Yankees. I've heard the Yankees, you know, going after Carlos Rendon. So far, I haven't heard anything. Supposedly, Aaron Judge now is going to the winter meetings. I believe today down in Florida, if I'm correct. How do you like Brian Cashman's new four year? Oh man, you know, you didn't have to remind me of that. I'm really upset. I mean, that's something I could go on a rant for like a half an hour for. I mean. It's just they don't get it. Hal Steimer doesn't get it. The Yankees are satisfied now with winning in the regular season. It's a different philosophy. It's like Yankee fans have to get used to this whole philosophy of like, well, we're good enough to play well in the regular season, but are we good enough to you know to be you know a World Series champion in the postseason? No, they're not. But we're competitive every year. That was never the Yankee philosophy. The Yankee philosophy was like, we have to win the World Series or it's a bust. And you know what? They got to the ALCS. Basically, they're, they're certainly certainly not as talented as uh, as Houston, and, and the depth is is so much, you know, worse in terms of their pitching depth because the Houston pitching staff is really good. In fact, Houston's pitching, I believe, is what won it for them this year. But I, I mean, I was, I was, Cl- Clashman's clueless. 
I was looking at Houston. I was looking at Houston's rotation this morning. Just yeah. like the guys that they have now with Verlander not there, the top five guys they have in their rotation, their ERAs are all under four. Yeah, I mean the, the two of them are under two. They're really good. Or, I mean not under two. Two of them are under three. Yeah, like the kids, they're, they're, they don't need to pay they don't Verlander need forty million dollars. They I mean, don't need. Of course not. It's stupid. You and look Steve, at them. Steve Cohen's just playing checkbook baseball. Oh, Eighty-six million for two years with a third-year option. So they they could be technically paying a forty-three-year-old guy forty million, forty-three million dollars. Yeah, for three for yeah. For three years, and it, the interesting thing, the Yankees actually offered him a two-year contract, turned him down because they wouldn't give him a third year. Good, you know what? We don't need him. Well, you know Kate Upton, Verlander's wife. Yeah, yeah. She goes, yeah. We had a, a higher offer from the other team in the city, but we decided to go to the team that doesn't boo their players off the field. But thanks anyway, Hal. Oh my God! You know it's interesting. Loud, loud. I mean, Cohen makes Hal Steinbrenner look like Little Lord Fauntleroy right now. I mean, rest in peace. I mean. You know, I, it's the the contracts are just nuts. On a sixteen billion dollar hedge fund, I mean, the irresponsible ownership. I mean, the rest of the owners are like, "Oh my God, what are we doing here?" You know, we're just going to keep going. Well, who's going to be next? Who's going to be the first billion dollar ball player that comes in free agency? It's coming. Juan Soto. Juan Soto. Juan uh, Soto's going to make what? They're, they're saying he might be the first half billion dollar player. I meant, I meant half billion, man. Right. That's what I meant, but. Uh, I mean, it's it's uh, it, where does it where does it stop? You know, when a hot dog becomes twenty bucks for one hot dog, you know. I mean, I, I think like, I think with Aaron Judge, it's going to come down to you said he's going to the winter meetings. It's going to come down to, does he want to go home? Does oh, he want to so does he want to play near his home, or does he want to come? I want to go it, home. If I'm Aaron Judge, I for two reasons for me, I hope he signs with the Yankees because number one, he means everything to that franchise. Oh, absolutely, he'd be the captain originally. And number two, as a Red Sox fan, I want him to, uh, you know. Sign with the Yankees because in a few years that contract's going to be terrible. They're going to be paying him thirty something million dollars a year to to not be a good ball player. Is he is he worth all these years? See, the, the money is annoying enough. Okay, it's the years that are ridiculous. Well, now I they're mean, saying it's up to nine I, years. Why do you? Okay, here's my question for you: A guy who hasn't been particularly healthy. I know his last couple of years he has been, but for a guy whose history has not been great in terms of his health over the year, how can you give a thirty one year old man a nine year contract? To the point where you don't think this guy's body's going to break down. He's six foot seven. You don't think at thirty five he's going to start breaking down? You don't think he's going to break down soon? Well, they can, I mean, you think he, he's going to hit sixty two home runs again next year? Forget it. He's absolutely not. not. But okay. th- he'll eventually transition to DH, I would think, right? Well, yeah, he's still a terrific outfielder. Nobody's questioning his athletic, you know, ability and so forth. And he's got a great attitude on the field. I mean, he's a perfect public relations guy. I mean, he's a perfect captain for the Yankees. The thing is that why would you want to go to San Francisco instead of playing? In New York, where you've played through your whole career, you brought up through the organization, you have a base of fans that are just absolutely dedicated to you. You have kids that love you. Your shirt is selling all over the place. I mean, they make so much money. From a perspective with the Yankees, it's a marketing disaster if they don't sign him. I'll be honest with you, a public relations disaster if they don't sign him. But it's like, why do you want one quarter of the entire nation to see you at night play? You know, it's like it's you're, like, you're going to play. And why are you going to play for a fourth place team? You're not better than the Dodgers. You're not better than the Padres. Well, you like, might not even better than the Rockies. My father and I were talking about this morning. It's yeah. like if Aaron Judge goes to the West Coast, yeah. he's basically going to be forgotten. Well, it's you know, pretty, you know, yeah. no, no one's going to watch. No one's going to see him. Ten o'clock on the East Coast. Right, no who's going to see him play? It's going to be like when Cano went to the Mariners. Exactly. He was just forgotten. I mean, Ichiro, as great a player as he was, nobody saw him play half the time because he's playing up in Seattle. You know. Right. And it's a shame because obviously one of the really great players of all time in terms of, especially as right field, one of the best, I mean, best guys I ever saw in right field, he and, and Clemente and Mookie Betts is pretty damn good in right field too. So, I mean. And a prime example of that now too, of players not being seen, Shohei Otani. 
We don't get to see him play. Right, exactly. Because he plays on the West Coast. Exactly. And he was a fool not to go, go sign with the Yankees. He's like, I want to go to the West Coast. Now you're feeling it? He'll be on the Mets And Artie Marino wants to sell the team now. So he's looking to sell the team. But they have made some moves. The Angels have made some moves. So, you know, obviously getting a few different people out there. And uh, I guess the Red Sox went out and got a 36-year-old relief pitcher from the Dodgers. Chris Martin. And Chris Martin. He's was, okay. He was really good Yeah, he's last good. Year. He's good. He'll help. Definitely help. So, anyway. And they said they're the going end. for Tommy Conley, who okay. the Yankees okay. had. Right. And they signed Julie Rodriguez from the Mets. They're, they're, they're trying to solidify the bullpen, but yeah. you know what? Bullpen, schmolpen right now, okay? We need starting pitching, and we need Bogarts. Well, who, who, do you, I haven't heard anything about Boston going after Carlos Rendon at all. I've heard the Yankees are interested. I've heard a few other teams that are interested in him, but I, mean, I haven't heard anything about him, you know, about the Red Sox actually going after do you you know, hear starting un- pitching. Do you want to hear an uninspiring name? Yeah. Zach Eflin. Do you know who he is? He pitched for the Phillies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Zach Eflin's so a relief he's, pitcher. Like yeah. a career, well, yeah. he's relief start. Started, yeah, yeah. But I, we see him mostly of the time in the relief during the playoffs. I saw him, you know. Career ERA in the, in the low fours. Yep. Said the Red Sox offered him a three-year, $40 million deal. He went to Tampa and uh, told them that Tampa matched the offer, and he decided to sign with Tampa. That just gives you the idea of who Bloom is targeting right now. These, these, like, four, five fringe rotation starters. $40 million. For a guy with an ERA in the fours, the Red Sox need to go big. They need to sign a big-time starting pitcher. And you even have David Ortiz going out there going, if, if the Red Sox do not sign Xander Bogart, <laughs> you, know, you cannot have another Mookie Betts. They have to get this done. And he's right. And they need to go get a Carlos Rendon. Or they need to get... Well, they and, need starting pitching. I mean, the starting pitching was really the problem last year, let's face it. And they have the prospect capital to go make a trade for someone. I mean, go to the Pirates. Get Brian Reynolds. You know, they need outfield help. I mean, you know, if Bogarts leaves, this is my thought. Move Kike back to second base. Right, right. Move Trevor Story to short right. and sign a big-time outfielder. Well, Brian Reynolds has been rumored about the Yankees making a trade. And, uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I mean, I... You know, Cashman, you know me, I don't trust him. And who's coming up next year? Is Volpe coming up? Are they playing Peraza short? They're trying to move Donaldson. Nobody wants Donaldson. They signed IKF for a year. I, nobody wants Donaldson, and nobody wants nobody wants Aaron Hicks. Are we going to see Aaron Hicks again in left field again next year? Oh, my God, come on. I mean, can we move on from Aaron Hicks, please? I mean. And, you know, with Brian Reynolds, too, though, they're, they're, you know, what the Pirates are asking, they're making him sound like the second coming of Willie Mays. I mean, the guy had 261 last year. Yeah, he had 27 home runs. He's versatile in the field, but he's not – He's not. The Pirates are asking for a king's ransom for See the Miguel guy. See Miguel Andujar side with the uh, <laughs> with the Pirates. Somebody's trying four, to call three, us. Four four five five nine four three. Let's take our first call right here. Uh, good morning. You're on Berkshire Sports now with Cronin. So good morning. Well, good morning, Mr. Zook and Mr. Cronin. Hey, what's up, Mikey? How you doing, brother? Good morning, sir. Good morning. I got I'm your so message about Kirstie Alley. I'm so sad to hear about that. By the way. Yeah. 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 So, you know, no, nobody really knew she was sick, but, you know, she, she kept that pretty, and I guess it was pretty sudden. Um, but, uh, yeah, one of the great uh, TV and movie actresses of our time. Yeah, yeah we lost a lot of people. We lost a lot of people this weekend, last week and so forth. So, Gaylord Perry yeah. passed away, too. Yes, he did. I used yeah, to watch Gaylord Perry. <laughs> you know, some of these people pass away, and I'm like, well, didn't they die like five years ago? <laughs> right. I know. Well, you always see these things on social media. You always see social media, uh-huh. somebody died, you don't even know if it's really the truth or not, you know, when you see these right, things on right, social right. media. I'm still not sure Bob Denver's dead. Right, and Bruce Willis, I heard, was really sick, so I don't know if he's passed away. I heard a rumor that he did, and he's not, but he has evidently some kind of Alzheimer's or brain problems. But anyway, man, so uh, what do you think of all these crazy uh, 
crazy signings. The Mets with Verlander, and I mean, it's just money's well, just nuts. It I, really is. I followed I followed the Baltimore Washington media a lot down here, and there's been some serious talk that the Orioles are going to make a big splash and get Rondon because they have the money. They're not paying any of their players a lot of money. Oh, Angelos has a ton of money. He's just cheap. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. But let's see if they do because that would definitely uh, put Baltimore in a little uh, higher tier after a a really good I used to be at the station, the radio home of the the Orioles for, you know, down uh, down in Pennsylvania. I think their their highest paid player now is Kyle Gibson, their starting pitcher, who they just signed for $10 bucks. right? I think that's their highest paid player right now. They got a ton of money to play with, and and you know, and 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 the Yankees, I think, are a real good uh, landing spot for Brian Reynolds. We'll see. I you know, I don't trust Cashman at all. I really don't. I'm so ticked that he's there for four more years. Hal Steinbrenner's just clueless. He really is. He's just clueless. The whole organization needs a different philosophy, a different idea. The same guy's been there. You know, 25 years is enough for this guy. I mean, you know what's amazing? I mean, the Texas Rangers have been in the World Series last, what, in the last 15 years. The Yankees haven't even seen the World Series for the last 13 years with, what, arguably the third or you know, second highest payroll every year, first highest payroll in baseball. So I don't trust Cashman at all. I really don't. Brian Reynolds would be, I would hate it if he went to the Yankees because he'd be the perfect fit there. He of really, course. He really would. Of course, to me, Bader's not good enough to be a, a starter. I mean, he could be, but he, I, to me, he's a, he's a guy that could play fourth outfield, in my opinion. That's, you know. But, well, what uh, do you guys think about uh, Judge? Do you think he stays with the Yankees? I do. I think he's going to sign with the Yankees. I think, he's, I think he's absolutely crazy if he goes to San Francisco. Why do you want to go to a fourth-place team? Who the hell's on that team? Who, where are you, how are you going to get in the playoffs with that team when you got the Dodgers and the Padres in the same division? I mean, you're, you're, I mean, just I, I just don't get it. You're playing his, for the New York Yankees for crying out loud. I mean, his, it's, his swing is tailor made for Yankee Stadium. He's got that opposite field swing. If he went to San Francisco, he would have to totally reinvent. Well, the wind like, would blow. He'd have to totally back. change. He'd have to totally change his swing. He's, it would. It would. But, but you like like Robbie was saying earlier when you guys first opened up, the merchandising alone and and the young kids. You want to attract young kids to baseball. You got to keep guys like Judge in big market. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's crazy. I know all my you know a lot of my friends' kids. They love the guy and they have the shirts and the uniforms yeah. and the hats and the paraphernalia. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, in terms of I mean, they'll make the Yankees will make more if the Yankees give them thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight million dollars a year. They'll make it back just in merchandise and everything. You know. <laughs> And ticket sales. I mean, you, right. you, you got that that attraction, and he is he is he is the, the heir apparent to Derek Jeter as far as fan appeal. And he's a nice guy. He's a, a solid guy. You don't hear anything bad right. about him. Right. He's a perfect fit for the Yankees. He says yeah, exactly. He says the right things. I mean, the only the only advantage, the only thing is if they if they let him go. I mean, now you can spend money on Rendon and Reynolds, like you were saying the other day to me, Mike. But the thing is that. You know, again, you're you're losing your best player. Look how he carried the team. The rest of the team stinks, with the exception of Rizzo. You know, tell me everybody on that team that's that great. That's going to be yeah. a, you know, a productive player for for that team. I mean, honestly, can you know? Can, let me ask you, because yeah. you, you know you're up in New England. What, yeah. What's going on with the Red Sox? Are they going to do anything? You know, I, I I miss the days of Dave Dombrowski, and I was reading about it this morning. It's like Dombrowski pounced on on Trey Turner, and. You know, Heim Bloom is taking the we're going to wait and see approach. Oh, they said they haven't made a competitive offer to Bogarts yet. What the hell does that mean, a competitive <laughs> offer? And, you know, Bogart says, well, we're going to, you know, whoever, I'm meeting with all the other teams that are interested in me, and uh, I'm going to give the Red Sox a chance to match. Well, you know, we saw how well that went with DeGrom. He didn't give the Mets a chance to match. He just went, see ya. You know, yep. um, 
I, you know, Heimblum has a hundred million dollars basically to play with this offseason. And the Red Sox, I read this morning, the, the ownership group, the Fenway ownership group is the third richest ownership group in all of sports. And Heim Bloom is acting like he's still the general manager of the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like just go out and do something, please, because this this fan base is getting really exhausted. You know, and I tell you what, if Bogarts slips away, the second he slips away, we better get a half an hour later an announcement that they gave Rafi Devers a, a massive contract extension. Because if Bogart slips away and Devers goes away, I, I you're not going to see any Red Sox fans at Fenway Park because smart. You're not going to see smart fans. You'll see the pink hats. You'll right. see the pink hats yeah. that go, oh, baseball, woo. You know, but you're not going to see like the dedicated. Like, it's 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 really Heim Bloom is not inspiring confidence in anybody and you know the red sox they're not a destination anymore like you're gonna have to pay because they've been the last place team five of the last 12 years they're not a destination team anymore the free agents don't want to go there it's kind of like the celtics free agents don't want to go to boston you know it's like the red sox the red sox now they are but the red sox are gonna have to overpay some guys and you know it's about time they step out of their comfort zone and start paying these guys and you know and 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 they'll go out and give trevor story a a free agent who you know 120 million dollars but they won't pay their own guys and it's so frustrating as a lifelong red sox fan to watch these guys slip away mookie betts john lester you know these guys that came up through the system and they lowball them and then they go away and they go well we tried no you didn't you did not try it's I don't really, think, I don't think Mookie, it's really I don't think frustrating. Mookie, I don't think Mookie wanted to be there. If anymore, they paid anyway, so. Mookie, if they paid Mookie what the Dodgers paid him, he would have stayed. But of they lo- they they lowballed him. They were hundred million dollars under what the Dodgers. Well, I don't know if Mookie him. wanted to stay there. I mean, evidently made some comments about the problems with racism in Boston, whatever it was. I don't know if that was. Uh, I didn't hear many quotes, but I just heard that. Was that true or not? Or I mean, there's no always been racism. Well, in Boston. no, that ain't, well, obviously I know that. I mean, I went to college there, and I mean, so. <laughs> they just they don't pay their they don't pay their homegrown. Uh, stars, but they pay free agents to come in, like Carl Crawford, right, Hanley right. Ramirez, who they drafted, but they traded, you know, and uh, you know Pablo Sandoval. Like they pay these <laughs> David <laughs> Price, they, they pay these these free agents, but they don't pay guys that they know can Remember play how bad in the he city. Was? Oh my God, he was terrible. They don't pay guys that they know can handle the pressure cooker that is Boston, and it's really, really drives me nuts as a Boston sports fan Where that they don't Bogers pay these go? guys. Where's Bo- Do you think Bogart's going to go to the Dodgers? I, I mean- see him going to the Dodgers at this point. Yes. Uh, I don't see. I, I don't understand the point with these guys. You wear the uniform, you come up through the minor leagues, and suddenly you're like, you want to leave. And he's got a perfect swing for Fenway, right-handed swing. He's a 300 guy. He's a contact guy. He's a you know, very good defensive Coming shortstop. off the best defensive season of his career, yeah, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he's a terrific player. I mean, he's very underrated. I mean, he does everything well. He gives you a great at-bat all the time. He's a terrific fielder. He's a clutch hitter. I know. I don't get it. I just I don't understand anymore. These guys are so into the money. It's like when I think about a guy leaving a team, like I'll give you a perfect example. Like I think about last year with, with Corey Seager. And, and uh, you know, and, and you know, um, what's his name from from, from Toronto? Simeon. 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 Yeah, those two guys leaving to go to the Texas Rangers at one sixty-seven games, and we have to talk about Jacob Degrom because Jacob Degrom decides he's going to go, you know, for five years, one hundred eighty-five million dollars to the Texas Rangers, and he, evidently he turned down three years to the Mets. He didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be there, so he's gone. And good riddance to him. I mean, this guy's pitched twenty-six games, okay, over the last two years. He never stays healthy. 
But I mean, his whole attitude really sucked. You know what kind of what kind of teammate is it when you talk to your teammates at the beginning of the year and you say, oh, "I'm opting out." I mean, who wants to hear that? If you're a teammate of this guy, who wants to hear that? I'm opting out. So he never wanted to be there. So good riddance to him. He can go, you know, win a bunch of games for the lousy Texas Rangers because they stink anyway. And I don't care if they got Bruce Bochy. You don't have enough talent anyway. So, so now you got a guy who's always injury prone. So the, you know, the Mets offered him three years at forty million dollars. You know, Cohen offered him three years, but Epler Epler said they weren't going to get any more than three years. And that's fine. That's he right. He didn't want to be there, and he didn't mean give the chance. Yeah. the Mets the chance to match. Well, they, well, they, well, he, you know, if he would have come back and said, oh, you know, you know, guys, you know, uh, you know, they've offered me five years. What can you do? You know, and they, they wouldn't offer him any more than three years. I don't blame the Mets. Here's a guy who can't stay healthy. They said there were a lot of executives in the he's, Mets organization that were happy that he left. Oh my God, it's not the you know he's not the same pitcher. He wasn't the same pitcher when he came back. He was hurt all the time. He's just I mean, kind of a me guy, you know. He's, he's look, they're better off with Verlander. Verlander, you know, Verlander is a gamer. He's Mike, much remind, more gamer. Mike, remind me of your team. He's a Red Sox fan. Uh, Red Sox, yeah. Okay, okay. What, what yeah. do you think about our starting rotation? You th- I mean, do you, do you see like what? What do we do? Like, I mean, well, we go out and get a damn good front line pitcher. But let's let's see if that actually happens. Like you say. Uh, Bloom seems to be interested in these, you know, fourth-tier, fifth-tier pitchers, you know, with high ERAs. And then, as Robbie mentioned, that's kind of the norm with, you know, these, you know, subpar, you know, performers getting good long contracts or lucrative contracts. It just makes no sense. But they need a they need a stud starting pitcher. I don't know. Is Sale going to be back this year? And what's he going to be like? You know, if he if he comes back. I think if you get a hundred innings out of Chris Sale this year, you're getting a bargain. I mean, I I just you know, I mean, yeah. look at look at I mean, everything that happens with Chris Sale is like a disaster. Like he comes back, makes a great first start, then the second start he gets hit in the hand, breaks his finger, and then he goes on his bicycle and rides to go get lunch, and he freaking falls off his bicycle, right? Like, I mean, uh, can't I mean, make this up. You can't you can't rely on Nick Pavetta. No, no, that was proven last year. I mean, I would love to see them bring Evaldi back, but yeah. e- even with Evaldi, I mean, he's got his own injury concerns. I mean, he's getting up there in years too, you know. But you know, who who out there in the free agent market, you know, other than Rondon, or is really a stud uh, pitcher? I don't know who else is out there. Can Can you make a trade for one of these like fifteen million uh, Miami Marlins pitchers that they have? Yeah. Like you know, you're, you're going to have to make a a, a a trade at some point and give up some of these coveted prospects that Heim Bloom has on the farm system. You're going to have to make some trades to to make something happen because the free agent market is pretty bleak. Yeah. You know, and, and 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 the Red Sox have been really bad at developing starting pitching over the last decade plus. I mean, who was the last great starting pitcher they developed? And when you want to use the word great, I put it in quotes. Clay Buckholtz, and he wasn't Roger even, Clemens. Roger Clemens, right? I mean, I mean John Lester. Clay. John Lester, there you go. I mean, Eduardo Rodriguez. People bring that name up, but they traded for him. Andrew Miller got traded to the Orioles for him, so they didn't even they didn't even draft and develop him. So they've been terrible at drafting. St- I mean, Brian Bayo, I think, is a guy that's going to be good, but yeah. it's it's there's they don't have. I mean, you look at the rotation these days; it's really bad. Yeah, I, I'm not uh, holding out much hope. It's a very competitive division, and I think the Orioles are, are going to be even better this year, especially if they get a front-line starting pitcher. They've got a good core of young kids, and, you know, you, there aren't really any veterans on that team, per se, um, but it's, it's fun to watch, and the Red Sox have to keep up, 
or at least try to get ahead. Yep, definitely. Hey, Mikey, thanks, man. I'm going to go to a break, so uh, I'll well, talk to you, buddy. Thanks for pleasure. tuning in, man, all right? Thanks for calling, Mike. I'll be talking to you guys, and we'll have a, a better Red Sox team to talk about. Okay, pal. Let's hope so. Thanks, bud. You got it, bro. Thanks, thanks for calling. Bro. All right, you uh, 1028 right here on uh, WTBR uh, with Cronin and Zuck right here on Berkshire Sports Now. Going to take a break and come back and talk about the National Football League right after these messages. Diabetes is a killer. After I was diagnosed, I had no pain. I didn't feel sick, so I didn't listen to my doctor. Then it struck. I had a heart attack, then a stroke, and I was only 49. If only I'd known. If only I'd listened. People with diabetes are two to four times more likely to suffer a stroke than people without diabetes. And many who survive are severely disabled. You can reduce your risk of stroke by lowering your blood sugar, blood pressure, and cholesterol. You should also talk to your healthcare provider about taking aspirin. And if you smoke, get help to quit. To learn more about reducing your risk of stroke, call 1-800-DIABETES for your free diabetes survival guide. It's not too late. Don't let diabetes destroy your life. A message from the American Diabetes Association and the American College of Cardiology. Every Sunday night at 10 p.m., something strange happens to the airwaves of WTBR-FM. It's called The Mix. It is an experience like no other on this part of the planet. Witness a collection of fresh and classic beats that are guaranteed to make you move. The best part is, it is mixed completely live, uncut, unedited. So, for an exciting end to the weekend, tune your radio to WTBR-FM Sunday nights from 10 to midnight for The Mix. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Berkshire County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. Hola, hola. I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests. Only on Mundo Latino. Welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM. Support for Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Hi, my name is Bill Sturge, and I am the host of WTBR's Morning Drive. We air every weekday morning, 7.30 to 8.30. The goal of my program is to inform educate, and have a few chuckles along the way. We have wonderful guests, political, arts, actors, musicians, teachers. I look forward for you to listen in or watch us on PCTV. Thank you. Mexicans, Bigfoot, Koreans, Garbage Pail Kids. We got something for just about everybody. WTBR. All right, welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk. Cronin Zuck here, keeping you going on until about 11 o'clock this morning. 
All right. What a great first hour talking. Getting the hot stove burning here <laughs> in baseball, huh? Now yeah. you said the time for the National Football League or whoever yes. wants to call us in. 413-445-5943. We just had a caller. Try to give us a call back. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was uh, trying to uh, figure out. I know my friend. I know my buddy Carlos wanted to call in today. I know he was trying to call. So maybe that's him on the line calling from New York. So if it was Carlos, give us a call back. Again, 413-445-5943. Right here on WTBR 89.7. So, or as Aaron Boone would say, hey, right here in WTBR. Uh, there, and there you go. <laughs> okay. WTBR. Good morning. You're on WTBR with Cronin Zook. How are you? Yeah, it's Carlos again. Hey, what's up, Roddy? How you doing, man? Thanks for calling. What's yeah, happening? You ready for me? Huh? You ready for me? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, How you gonna, doing, Carlos? We're going to talk, talk some NFL, man, but go ahead. Tell us what you want to talk about. It's fine. We get. Seven second away. I'm sorry about this. Hang on. Let me just get this thing. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. You're fine. <laughs> you got like okay. the Howard Stern show over there. High tech, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're, Where, where's Robin at? Let's find Robin. Let's get Robin in yeah, here. Yeah, there you go. Where's Artie? Yeah, all right, cool. All right, so I just saw uh, there was reports um, off the 160 highway from Sacramento to San Francisco. There's a big, large truck uh, awaiting to put a lot of cash into it and pulling into uh, Pac Bell or whatever they call a stadium. So uh, it could be today that Judge uh, leaves the Yankees. Uh, he's a fool. He's a fool to leave the Yankees. He is an absolute fool. He really is. If he leaves the Yankees, yeah. he's a complete fool. He really is. He's, he's an idiot. I mean, you have a chance to be the captain of the Yankees, to play for the, the most popular team in the history of the world. Uh, you have uh, tons of kids and tons of people that, that love you in, in, in New York in the pinstripes. Go play in San Francisco. You're playing for a fourth-place team. I mean, it just... Uh, I, I it's just ridiculous. I don't tell me. Don't tell me you want to be a Yankee. You're all about the damn money, okay? Don't tell me you want to be a Yankee. They offered you thirty-seven million dollars. Give me a. San break. Francisco does have a great fan base. I lived out there for years. Uh, so many games. They're a great fan base out there. Oh, please give me a break. But the reality is, like, one thing you said about the West Coast—that's all nonsense. Because look at the Dodgers, right? They're on the West Coast. They're one of the, they're, they're probably the highest payroll in the whole league the last 10 years, a completely desired place. Talking about Boston, people leave in New York, and yes, the Yankee-Red Sox rivalry is definitely second place now, probably, so the, and the Giants and San Diego and, and L.A. and whoever else. You think, the Gi- you think the Giants are as good as the Dodgers and the Padres now, just with Judge on there? Who the hell else is on? What, what are you, Wilmer Flores? I mean, come on. Brandon Bell. You're a fool. Well, You're a fool. You can make more money with endorsements than you can on the field with the Yankees. He's, this guy's out of his mind. And the Yankees are out of their well, mind if they don't match the offer. How could wait a second? How could the how could the Yankees not match the offer with San Francisco? San Francisco's a little small market team for crying out loud. They're not a big market team. Rob, you're dreaming. They are not a small market. They're not a small market team at all. Market team. Because the West Coast now has all the influence from Asia and you name it. It's a global sport, guys, right? Oh, so I think the, you know, the Green Bay Packers and some good, let them go. Now in northern Wisconsin attract such a global fan base. Good, the, good let them, you know what, then go. You know what, if the, you don't go. You told I want to be a Yankee. Be a baloney. You're all about the money, too. No integrity. No are. integrity. You know what? No integrity. You know what? Paul O'Neill, every year when he came up for free agency, he took less money from the Yankees to sign with the Yankees again. Why? Because he liked winning championships. These guys aren't even about winning anymore. They don't care. Well, the Yankees don't, they don't win. They care about the winning. Yan- Nobody cares about the, winning the Yankees, anymore. The Yankees don't win championships Justin anymore. Justin Verlander. Right. Well, you're a good point. Justin Verlander just left a championship 20. team that just won, was in the World Series twice. And it been in the World Series. Why? Right. The Red Sox since the 01 Yankees won, uh, 2000, excuse me, 2000 Yankees okay. two years ago. 
have won four World Series. The Giants have won three. Okay, the Dodgers won and whatever, but it doesn't matter anymore because it's like, you know, the Yankee dominance is over. Let's face it. I still think he's signing with the Yankees. I still think he's going to re-sign with the Yankees. So it's I... a 50-50. It's a, I'm telling it's you. It's so stupid. Why, why would you go to the Giants except for being from there? It's just so dumb. It, what's, the money what's, what's, what's wrong with going home? Uh, two hours away from you know from uh, from him and not to move around and all that. Like Carlos said, what's, 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 what's wrong with going home? What's wrong with going back to where you're from? Whoopie do, whoopie do. I mean, God Almighty, you're playing homesick. You're wearing the Yankee pinstripes. Come on, it's a, you're talking about the greatest team that in might the history be, of professional do you, do you, sports. Do you think the Yankee pinstripes might be a little overrated these days? It might be a little so overrated. And you know what? The you think he's going to repeat the? Out west. Believe me, believe me. Who gives right. who gives a thirty one year old guy a nine year con? Who gives a thirty one year old guy a nine year contract with six foot seven is well, that injury problem? Robbie, I mean, Robbie, no, Robbie, Robbie, no offense, yeah. but you're contradicting yourself. I mean, you're saying who gives a who gives a thirty one year old a nine year contract, but you're saying you want him to resign with the Yankees. He but, can resign with the Yankees, but the thing is, is that it's not but so the, much. But the, it's going to be nine. It's going to be nine years. years. It's going to be nine years. Do you the, want the Yankees to give him nine years? No, it's ridiculous. Then let him go to San he Francisco. Can, he can go. Then let him go. I mean, I mean it's, well, he can go. It's, I mean, nine year guy for a guy who's going to be thirty one years old. It's absolutely asinine. Then let him go. He can go. Let the Yankees. You know what? Let the Yankees actually put money. And what has he ever done in the postseason? How about nothing? Okay, he's done nothing in the postseason. He was horrible. They burnt him out because of the record. They wanted the record. Oh, we got to hit get 62 home runs. Why, why would you, why would you want? Why would you want to stay with a team where your fans boo you off the field? Oh, in the come playoffs on! After having a great off the, year, everybody gets booed off the that field. Was, come was, on! Like everybody gets booed off the field. That's ridiculous. I mean, come on. The and best. Him and Sam don't work out. They're two big guys. They're not going to work out, and we're stuck with Stanton. So and you know what? You still have Stanton. You still have Stanton there. Here, you still yeah. have Stanton there. It's fine. Stanton can Stanton hit home runs. Blows. It doesn't sorry, matter. He blows. Well, he blows, but you know what? He's basically the same. He's a, he's, a, he's a power hitter. You know what? Maybe the Yankees need to get a Brian uh, a Reynolds. Maybe they go need to get guys to put the ball in play that hit three hundred. Because obviously, you know, I, I mean, Aaron Judge hits three hundred, but the rest of the team doesn't. You know, I still think he's going to resign with the Yankees. There's no way. Look, there's no way that the Yankees are being outbidded by the San Francisco Giants. It's not happening. Well, I, I will be, I will be shocked. I will be shocked. Your, your listeners have heard enough baseball this morning. <laughs> well, right, we wanted to focus on. We were ready to focus on the national well, football. Carlos, it is Carlos. Go, Carlos. Go ahead. Go ahead. Explain to me why the Jets and the Giant game is on at one o'clock at the same time oh. most of the year. Okay, give me a break. They're playing Minnesota Vikings in a Central Time Zone. They couldn't have pushed that game to four o'clock. I'm watching. I know it's the ridiculous. Like, where's the Jet game? At four? Oh no, no, it was already at one o'clock and it lost. Like, Are you kidding me? What is going on with that? But you're looking to attract. They've been doing it all the time. More media coverage. Why not splitting the games up? It's crazy. Carlos, did you see that next week the uh, the the Patriots and the Raiders were supposed to be on Sunday Night Football? They just got flexed out for the Giants and the Commanders. Next, that's 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 week. That's the Patriots still in the running, or they're out of the playoffs. That's this not this coming Sunday, but the following week, fifteen, I believe it is. It was uh, so the Giants and the about ratings. So I'm sure the New York market and the DC market are bigger than the New England and whoever else the playing market. Well, it's, it's, it's all about money. It's because it's, it's because the Patriots' offense is so pathetic that they don't want to have to make the national audience have to watch that game. And can, can while we're at that, let me ask you a question, Carlos. What do you think about ties in the NFL? Because I think ties are about the oh stupidest God. thing in the entire world. In the NFL. A tie, really? What are you supposed to do? Have a field goal well, kicking I mean, contest? And, and, at the you end? Know, and they show the coaches like standing <laughs> on the side, like Rivera and and Dayball at the end of the game. They're just kind of standing there, going, "What do we do?" 
Like, just, I, uh, I, we a, can a tie? About that. A tie? Yeah, converted the game after 10 minutes to a, uh, you know, go the same thing as did last year or whatever it was. Okay, so. A couple plays, and you figure it out, you know? Okay, so let me bring up this point. Okay, fourth down, fourth down and three, games on the line. What a buck thirty-six left or buck fifty-six, whatever it was in the game. Dable has a chance to go for it, but decides to kick it back. Your thoughts? Should he have gone for it? I thought it was cowardice. I thought he should have gone for it. I really do. And Daniel Jones yeah, blows too, by the way. Called a timeout. Remember they called a timeout there on defense? I yeah, that was that dumb. Was I, I, I saw you text me. That was yeah, that was stupid. That made no sense. That made no sense yeah. at all because you could have used that timeout right before you kick. In fact, you could have used that timeout and ran a play that was better than the seven yards. I I was really upset at Kafka, the offensive coordinator, with just these conservative calls. Look, I know they don't have a lot of people that can stretch the field. And by the way, Slayton, can you please make the catch? I mean, can you make the catch for crying out loud? This guy drops more balls than any receiver I've ever seen in my life. Right. I mean, right. he well, makes the catch, they win the game. Yeah. He makes the catch, they win the game. But if you add that timeout, if you save that time out of your pocket, then Daniel Jones, with 10 seconds left, can throw the ball in the middle of the field and, and actually, or either run up the field, call a timeout quickly and kick the field goal. Now you're talking about not 58. You might be talking about 53 or 52, you know, which is closer. So. And you see it so many times in the NFL, these coaches at the end of the game making these blunders. Oh, yeah, it's, ba- it's bad. The coaching's it's bad. Amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Like, what are these guys, you know, how are they schooled on this stuff? They go over this stuff. A thousand times during practice and situations is crazy. And the Giants uh, are the the but, Giants are the least talented team with a winning record in the NFL. By the way, I just have to put it out there. Oh yeah, they're playing for fourth place. Now, do you guys think that Dallas can go all the way here? Not at all. Dallas always finds a way to choke in the playoffs. I think yeah, the I think the Dallas. I think the Cowboys I think the Cowboys can can beat anybody when they're on their game defensively and when they run the football. When they run the football and they play defense, they can beat the, anybody in the league. I don't trust Mike McCarthy. Well, neither do I, but I still think I still think the Eagles are better because the Eagles, to me, have a much more versatile offense. I mean, in terms of running the ball and passing the ball, I um, called it. I so. called it the beginning of the year in our playoff yes, predictions. Did. I called the Eagles to win that division. I think yes, they did. are the most talented team in the NFC. I, you know, I think they might be the most talented team in the NFL because every team in the AFC has shown their weaknesses. Like Kansas City got exposed right, by yeah. Cincinnati. Buffalo, yeah. Josh Allen has shown an ability to turn the ball over quite a bit. Jalen Hurts made a throw to A.J. Brown on Sunday that you just watched it. Even on like... I'm a Fox News watcher, okay? But even on Fox News, which they barely talk any sports, they showed that throw to A.J. Brown. And like Brian Kilmeade, who I love on there, he was going, how the hell did he make that throw? How the hell is Jalen Hurts un- all of a sudden unbelievable. a great quarterback? The, the Eagles, and my friend Mandy, who who's one of my best, my dear friends, she's a diehard Eagle fan, and she's going to give me a lot of crap for saying this, but I think the Eagles... Are Super Bowl favorites? I really do. Well, they have to be at this point. I'm not sold on Minnesota. I'm really not. the Jets should have won that just, game. I'm not just saying it because of record. I think the Eagles are the best team in football. How'd they you really like, are. How'd you like the How'd you like the uh, the Jets decision three times at the one yard line? They run the ball twice, can't get in, and they try a play action or whatever, and they can't get in. So, well, I didn't see the game because I thought it was at four o'clock, so I didn't. Right, see it. right, and then <laughs> then of course Brady pulls his magic last night in the last six seconds. Oh, he gets a, a, a the yeah, last few, few, three seconds and throws a six-yard touchdown pass in the end zone after they did nothing for the whole game. So The first throw, he threw two touchdown passes on that yeah, drive, right, by the way, right. because the first one was brought back. Right, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I was listening Brady, to the radio call. Brady did nothing for three and a half quarters and then ends up coming. Again, That's the, the legend, legend of Tom, of Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah. Unbelievable. 44th career fourth quarter comeback. Yeah, I mean, that guy five yards in the fourth quarter. And he did nothing for the first three and a half quarters of that game. I mean, that was unbelievable. 
The Tampa Bay is still going nowhere. They're going to win the division with maybe a sub-500 record. They'll get beat in the first round. I don't know but, about that. I don't know. You know, they won the Super Bowl. you got a lot of guys with experience there. They are, they're, they're a terrible team. They have a terrible offensive line. Brady's having the worst. Father Time has caught up with Tom Brady. I mean, oh, he... he other, do that hair other, thing. other than the fourth quarter last night, Brady's had a terrible year. But and the worst and the worst what, hair dye job I've ever seen in my life, honestly. And that hat that he wears, that hat that he wears on the sideline looks like a bunch of cotton candy on his hat. I'm like sitting there going, "What the hell kind of a hat are you wearing, bro?" Anyway, but seriously, yeah, listen, got to run, but uh, yeah, this. He had to leave and get some real man in life. Anyway, uh, <laughs> all right, brother. Th- yeah, yeah. Thanks for calling, right, man. Good talking. So, so okay, so last minute, okay, so so okay, so so Judge is going to San Francisco or New York? San Francisco. San Francisco. Okay, so he's think, going to the Cincinnati Reds. I, I, ladies I, I, still think, I still think he's coming back to the. I still think he's coming back to the Yankees. So, all right, brother. By the way, the Bengals are playing the best ball right now. I mean, Buffalo and Kansas. City they are, are and Buffalo has the home field now with the Kansas City loss. Buffalo Joe has Rose, home field, so. Is that my friend out there? He's like the he's like the Broadway Joe of Cincinnati. He's the coolest cat going. Three and zero against uh, Patty Mahomes. Joe Burrow is. Thank you. You got it, yes, brother. Sir. Thanks for talking. Thanks, thanks Carlos. Carlos. Thanks, pal. Okay, see ya. Yep, bye. All right, man. That's my buddy Carlos there in New York. Actually, he's in Connecticut. He just brought a house in Connecticut. Congratulations, man, we are, we, pal. We, we are all fired up today, aren't well, we? Well, I'm just so sick of this judge crap. They offered you. Th- they offered you what? Eight years at thirty-seven million dollars a year. Why didn't you just say okay? You know what? I, you know what? I'm not going to be. You know what? You know what? I'm not. I want to go home. You know oh, what? Call, give me a break. You know what? Call. I'm not going to be sick and tired of hearing. It is high. It is fire. It is God. All rise. Here comes the judge. You know what? You're still going to hear. I'm not going to be sick of you're, hearing you're that. You're still going to hear. He's, he's not going to San Francisco. There's no, there's no way that the Yankees are not matching the offer money wise. I'm sorry. I'm pretty they're sure not, they're not going to. No, there's no way. I, I'll be. Sh- I'll, I will be shocked if he goes and he goes to San Francisco. Remember, I'll be shocked. Do you, do you remember John Miller used to do Sunday Night Baseball? Of course, I love John. Miller. I'm pretty the, sure he's still the, the yes, uh, radio the voice, voice of the, of the radio, Giants. Of course, I can't, he is. I can't wait to hear him call Aaron Judge as home run calls for the next nine He was the radio voice of the Baltimore Orioles for years when I was working in radio down down in. Down in Pennsylvania, he was the voice of the uh, the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll never forget the COVID years when uh, John Sterling had to call the games from uh, a studio. Yeah. And he would, it is high, it is far. Still doing it. It is caught. (laughs) Well, Bob Murphy was the king of that, too. He'd be all excited and it would be caught. It's like, and a long flat ball, deep left center, way back, going, going, going. It's caught at the center field wall for the third out of the ball game. Uh, Anyway, got to talk about the Giants. Uh, Dable's decision. You like it? You didn't like it? Punting back? Playing for the tie? I mean, I don't know. I mean, their offense is so anemic. I mean, the second half is like three and out, three and out, three and out. So you got Daniel Jones. Who sucks? <laughs> not Sorry. a bad game. 200 yards. You know, he didn't play good. He didn't turn it over. Um, you know, I thought they gave away that game. The, obviously, the stupid taunting. Taunting? Look at his stupid penalties taunting. Oh, it's not taunting when, like, the entire defense runs into the end zone and does a selfie? That's not taunting? I mean, hey, what is taunting? It's such nonsense. How many touchdowns has Kenny so Galladay caught this year? Zero. How many Still pa- zero. Wait, how many passes has he caught? What, two? The guy's invisible. The man is the Claude Reigns of the New York Giants. I mean, that's a sub-reference, by the way. Reigns was uh, in the Invisible Man, the original, the original uh, movie. But anyway, um, so the Giants, I mean, all the mistakes they made yesterday, I mean, on Sunday, the, the, you know, the, the taunting penalty and the drop ball by Slayton, and, you know, they had this – is, this is what drives me crazy. The Giants on the first down got eight yards. It took them three plays, okay, to come up with no, no yards. They ran two plays, 
And then and then and on, on the third play, uh, later on in the ball game in overtime, you got you got you know Richie James running into Saquon Barkley. They can't even pick up three yards. And I'll tell you this about Barkley: Barkley drives me bananas. Barkley, here's twelve yards for Barkley, and then he goes, "Oh, now we need a third down and two. Bang down! As soon as he hits, he's like boom down on the ground. Boom! He's he can't break tackles. And the Giants, God forbid, they should get themselves a guy. Get your get yourself a fullback. Why can't you ever run Gary Brightwell? He's a guy who's a straight ahead. Downfield runner. When you need two or three yards, and Saquon's dancing around like Dan, Danny Terrio on on uh, you know on on, on what you call what's I'm thinking of, you know dance fever. It's just ridiculous. I mean, just run straight ahead. The touchdown that they got, he was running straight ahead between the tackles. Why are you running him off tackle? He's you know it drives me crazy with Barkley. He didn't you know he didn't have a good game, and you know and then the the Giants are now going to probably franchise him. They offered him a contract at this point. But I mean, he's not the answer on short yardage. Go get me a sh- go get me Brandon Jacobs for crying out loud. Let's go, Brandon. Right? Let's get me a Brandon Jacobs. That's the Brandon I want to see running. And can, I, can, can I say Please. something about the San Francisco 49ers? Yeah, that was a pretty nice win on Sunday, huh? You get my you get my pun, Purdy. Purdy. Oh yeah, the kid from you know, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo broke his foot. Right, and they bring in this kid Brock Purdy. Yeah, from was he was, Iowa, he was, Iowa, he, Iowa State. Iowa State, that's right. He yeah. was the last pick. They call him Mister Irrelevant. Right. He was the first last pick ever to throw a four pass in the NFL, and I just heard he went twenty five of thirty seven for two touchdowns once Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt, and yep. they beat the Dolphins. And Jimmy okay. Joyce are and the now Dolphins. He's out, right? The Dolphins are not a slouch. But I told you okay. the Dolphins defense isn't good though. So I just heard this morning right. that. Baker Mayfield just got released by the Panthers. Here he comes and to San Francisco. All the rumors are swirling around that he's coming to San Francisco. Why not? He's coming to San Francisco. And you know what? They said that Christian McCaffrey is just sitting there going, Lord help me. I had to deal with this guy for the first few games of the year before I got traded to San Francisco. And now this guy's coming. But you know what? I think Baker Mayfield had a really bad rap. You know, because he had a really decent year yep. with the Browns a couple years ago before he got hurt. You know, he almost, yeah, Patty Mahomes did get hurt in that game, but he damn near almost beat Kansas City in that game in the playoffs. He won a playoff game for Cleveland. The Carolina Panthers are hot garbage. Baker didn't get any help. I, I think that if he goes to San Francisco, he's going to have McCaffrey. He's going to have Debo Samuel. He's going to have Kyle Shanahan well, as de- his coach. They have a defense. Their defense is really you know, good. But, I, you know, I think that you can't count San Francisco out. No, of course not, especially They're, with their defense. I mean, But, they, but God, what a, what a t- you know, God, you got to feel bad for, for Garoppolo. For Jimmy, absolutely. Because he's, absolutely. he's been playing the he's best football of his career. He's a good guy. He's a good guy, and he's been playing great football, and he gets hurt. And, you know, we talked about this before we came on air today. Trey Lance got hurt, like, the beginning right, of the I year. Right, I forgot you know? that he had gotten hurt, yeah. Trey Lance couldn't dance, you know, unfortunately. Right. But how about the Patriots? Yeah, I was going to mention the Patriots. <laughs> but, t- I mean, this is, this is – I couldn't believe this game on Thursday. Okay, you said – well, you predicted. You said they would lose by two touchdowns. I thought they wouldn't. And, here, and here's – this is what I don't understand. Dan, uh, 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 Mac Jones – 22 of 36 for 195 yards and a touchdown. Stevenson, 54 yards. I mean, they couldn't move the ball. And let's face it, Buffalo's really good defense. But 195 yards and you missed, what, 22 of 36? I have a special guest who wants to join us right now. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, the coach of the New England Patriots, Mr. Bill Belichick. Hey, 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 Cronin. How you guys doing? 
Uh, listen, you know, um, you know, I did hire Patricia to be our offensive coordinator at the beginning of the year, and uh, you know, now that uh, it's uh, a you know, guy named gotten, Patricia, we've gotten uh, so far into the season. I, I feel it's uh, <laughs> it, it's uh, too late in the year to make uh, drastic changes. Um, I just think we have to be more. Uh, you know, we have to be more forward. We have to just like uh, do what we do. And we have to do it better. And, uh, you know, we have to just uh, keep trying, keep going forward. And, uh, you know, we just have to keep uh, playing. Is that what he said in his press conference where you're listening? (laughs) And uh, we just have to keep trying. And, uh, you know, this week we're going to bench Kendrick Bourne, even though he was a great receiver. He's been calling me out. Who's the next game for Buffalo? I don't like getting called out. Not for Buffalo, for the Pats. I don't like getting called out. (laughs) Uh, We're we're playing Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury and the Cardinals. Oh, that's right. They're playing Monday night. I forgot against the Cards. uh, That's right. I don't don't like getting called out. And uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, we're just going to take it day by day, and uh, we'll see. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, Matt Patricia, uh, yeah, he's fat. <laughs> and uh, I decided at the beginning of the season that uh, I should let him uh, coach offense. I have no idea because he never has. And uh, Joe Judge, he's been Thanks, awesome. Bill. <laughs> and uh, we're going to take this day by day, too. How about the so. Chargers? Cause they suck. I mean, I can't stand Brandon Staley. I mean, they got seven points in the second half of the game. I, 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 mean, can, can, I mean, can the Chargers ever find a coach that's decent? And can the Chargers ever not underachieve? I mean, with all the talent on that team, it blows my mind. It really blows my mind how 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 underachieving they are every they have, they have, stinking they, year. They have a top five quarterback in the NFL, as far as I'm concerned. Justin yeah, Herbert's amazing. And they have the guy. The guy well, someone the, throws that guy makes the guy's unbelievable. Eckler's, Eckler scored more touchdowns than anybody in the NFL in the last five years, right? And no, uh, you're still tied with us. And you're still and six, right. They're still so, six and yeah. six. Well, you know, they're six and six. A lot of games to go. We'll see. But I'm not sold on the Chargers. I mean, I think Staley's the horrible. The Lions put up 40 points again. By the way, boy, if the Lions ever won last week, they'd be you know they'd be actually challenging for a playoff spot. But you know, it's good to see them actually winning some games. And Goff had a great game the other day too. So I love their head coach, Dan Campbell. Yeah, he's all I right. love I love that guy. I liked him as a player. If you watched Hard Knocks. You'd fall in love with them. Like I watched Hard Knocks. My old man and I watched Hard Knocks. I call my old man. Don't don't get offended, Dad. I know you're listening. My father and I watched Hard Knocks. Um, you watched that. It, this year was the Lions. They convinced you they were going to win the damn Super Bowl. I mean, just that's how that's how well, they're going in the right direction. Good. They are. They're going in the right directions for sure. They can score a crap load of points, but they can't stop teams from scoring. But this the, the past few games, they have been playing really well. They're figuring things out. Give the Lions another year. They're going to be a contender well, next year. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. I think they have a lot of a lot of talent, and they're going in the right direction. Like I said, they can put points on the board, and they played well against a Jags team that came in, you know, winning a game and uh, you know won a Trevor game. Trevor Lawrence got ouch hurt yeah. though. That didn't look good. And then of course the Bengals win against the Chiefs twice this year. You know, and that puts that puts the Bills in the home field right now. Um, thinking Dallas scores 33 points in, in the, the fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. I turned the game off because I'm like, ah, oh, this game's over, forget it. And then they scored 33 in the fourth. I mean, how bad are the Colts? The Colts are terrible. I'm sorry, I feel bad for Jeff Saturday. I don't feel bad for the Colts organization for hiring him. Their oh, head coach, their head coach, still thinks it's Saturday when it's a Sunday. You know, he doesn't. He does. You know, that's that's a bad hire. That was. I mean, he goes from the ESPN desk to the to the right. Of course, of, you it was know, a bad hire. Awful, Stupid. Awful. See, maybe they'll bring Lovey Smith back. He's great too, right? Well, he's the head coach of the Texans. <laughs> I know he is. God's sake. I know it's the same. But he used to be the head coach of the Colts. What know? do you think of Deshaun oh, Watson coming sorry. back? He used to be the head coach of the Bears. I'm sorry about that. How yeah. about Deshaun Watson's back in the league now? Yeah, I know. I mean, the Browns wanted the Browns. You know, like I said, the Browns have a lot of talent. The Browns need to put it together next year with the running game, and maybe Watson gets his thing together. And but they have they have some talent on that team. That Browns team is not that far away either. They're I think next year they're if if uh, 
you know, if Watson plays well, I think they're a team to be reckoned with in that division. I really do. I think they'll be much better, especially with Chubb and the running game, and they got some guys, uh, you know, they can they can catch the ball. So I got uh, two of, two other quarterbacks to to mention you real fast. Yeah. Okay, and I want to take real quick on two of them: Russell Wilson and Geno Smith. <laughs> Geno's having a better year. Russell, that was a disaster. That contract. The they contract. both played for opposite teams. Remember? Yeah. That was a disaster, though, that contract to, uh, to Russell Wilson. And obviously, you know, Denver's amazing. They give up 10 points and still lose to the Ravens. The, Ra- the Ravens are a mystery, too. And now, obviously, you know, losing their quarterback right now, we'll see what happens. Their backup played really yes, well. Yes, he did. He, he played, played real well. He played, played really last well last year. Well. When, yeah, he yes, did, yeah. yes. So he's, he's all right. The Ravens will make the playoffs. The Ravens are still a very good organization. And people have to remember about the Ravens. I told this to Mike because uh, he likes the Ravens. I said, you know, there's a lot of young players on that team. They had a really solid draft last year. So yeah, you got to give the organization credit for continuing to win every year and being, you know, a playoff contender. They're one of the best organizations in all of sports. So, uh, you know, last year, obviously, a lot of games which, uh, you know, Harbaugh went for two and they came up short and stuff. But that's a really good organization that's well run. They draft well. So, you know, if you're a Ravens fan, you got to be a little patient. And now, obviously, Lamar being hurt. So we'll see what happens. But uh, they'll still, you know, they'll still make the playoffs and so forth. And, and let's uh, sneak this in. Let's go TCU in the college playoff. There football. you go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I watched. Oh, I couldn't believe how uh, how well uh, Georgia played. Boy, they, they really blew out LSU. And it got close a little bit in the second half. I watched a little bit. And then they put up 50 points. But, yeah, I know. It was interesting. And Michigan, obviously, beating uh, – Beating Ohio State, that was a, that was a shocker in Ohio State. Not really a shocker, but they certainly they did a good job. I'm not a Harbaugh guy, oh, so I'm, I'm, Michi- I'm rooting I for TCU. Michigan. I know they're 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 like eight or nine and a half point dogs. I've hated Michigan go. ever since Bo Schembechler was the coach. I'm thinking of Keith Jackson. Oh, everybody, we're only man, Bo Schembechler. Here we go. Wow, ten fifty-seven. My name is Walt. I'm just kind of filling in here. My name is Walter. I just it's my pseudo personality. <laughs> there, I hang out with my my dad Jan all the time. I just this guy that uh, I kind of entertain my dad. You know, sometimes I just kind of pretend that I'm just like pseudo personality. My name's Walt. How you doing there, Rab? <laughs> <laughs> I have these laughs and these these pseudo personalities. Sometimes when my you know, I just kind of come around. So anyway, but let's go TCU. I think they're gonna they're gonna make some noise in this uh, this playoff Horn frogs. Here. There you go. Hey, what well, help? Horn frogs right. here. The horn frogs here, Rab. Yeah, it's good. That's right. Hey, hey, you want to help shape the future of Pittsfield Community Television and WTBR FM? Please help us out by taking the Pittsfield Community TV and WTBR Community Survey online. Go to survey.pittsfieldtv.org. Again, that's survey.pittsfieldtv.org. The survey will take less than 10 minutes, and you'll be pivotal in telling us what you would like to see and hear more of right here on WTBR. It's 10.58. Got a couple of minutes left. All right, we got real quick. I got to say the Celtics win again last (laughs) night. The Bruins finally lose in a shootout to Vegas. Bruce Cassidy comes home last night. Got a nice ovation for his return to Boston. You you, you almost knew that was going to happen. And my Rangers won a game last night. What a miracle. Against so, the Blues, right? Uh, yeah, against the Blues, who were yeah. playing terribly, too. Yeah. So, Bennington was terrible last night. The Rangers got lucky. But you know what? We'll take a win. They have to go play Vegas on Wednesday. And that's not going to be easy. Vegas is really good. And so, the, obviously, the Bruins, you know, last night, they're down 3 nothing. They came back. So, they get a point out of the game. And right now, you know, it's amazing. Between the Celtics and between the Bruins, I think they've only lost, like, eight games out of that, like, the 80 game, you know, like, the 40 games that they've played between the two teams. It's just amazing to me what they've done. It's Let's hope they carry it on to the, in, into the playoffs, you know? That's where it counts. Well, yeah, obviously, but I mean, it's you know, it's it's just amazing though what they've done all season. Both teams, especially especially the Bruins. I mean, I mean, no 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 disrespect to the Celtics, but when you have the record like they have at home, uh, the the Bruins right now, they haven't lost a game. I mean, they lost technically, but it was a shootout, which I hate the shootout anyway. So, can you believe this? We're oh, freaking we're done, done already. My God, we need more time. Go ask Bob for some more time, will you? <laughs> It's more time here. It's more cool. time. More team, more team. We need more time on the radio here. Let's go. Cool.
Anyway. Robbie, always a blast to be with you, my friend. You too, Thank man. you for another Absolutely. week. I, you got it, brother. No problem. Hey, we'll see you next time on Berkshire Sports Now with Cronin Zick right here in 89.7 FM. Stay tuned for Beatles Forever. <laughs> Let's go public radio. All right. Community radio. Here we go.